Well, I had a pretty sweet, funny, kick-ass opening for this week, but the Canadian border blocked it from coming in, so fuck it. Let's just do this week. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. <laughs> Tell but you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face really that he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. You know, it'll be a real pandemic when they close the southern border. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But that'll never happen because <laughs> no. you don't want to upset people. <laughs> so what's up, buddy? Um... Nothing. I mean, I'm still trying to accept the fact that my Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Um, the weather outside is amazing. Florida winter was incredible, both days of it. There'll be more. Yeah. it's To me, the funniest part is listening and reading Facebook and all the people that are just, oh, my God, it's so cold. This is crazy. This isn't why I moved here. Blah, blah, blah. Bitch, shut up. They're about to get damn near 20 inches of snow up north. Okay? That's winter. That that will never happen here. So I will take gladly take a few days of in the 30s in the morning. I mean this morning it was 39 degrees. Um Was it? it but my phone like I checked the weather when I woke up. I was just like Didn't feel that cold to me. What's it like out right now? 39. Th- yeah, it's 39 degrees at like 7 o'clock whatever by 10 it was all it was it's like like, i I could have been on a golf course it was so nice out um so yeah i I don't mind these chilly mornings chilly nights you know it's 60s during the day even if we get in the 50s it's still beautiful outside i fucking love the people that bitch about it and it literally was in the 40s for what two days out of 365 two two days briefly Oh, oh my god we're so sorry that you're so inconvenienced that's not why I moved here. No, I'm sure it had to do with work or something else. It did. You did yeah, not move you here. Moved, you moved here strictly the for the weather, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I enjoy it. Our windows have been oh, op- windows have been open the whole time. I can't wait to see what my electric bill is next month. It'll probably be fifty bucks. We had 60 bucks. we had the heat on once uh, over the weekend simply because this house has the plaster walls, mm-hmm. so when they get cold, they stay cold. Right, like so, it, it it was it was quite chilly in here, but you just turn the heat on for like twenty minutes, and it just kind of sucks the chill out of the air, sure. and you turn that bitch right back off. Yep, it's set on fifty. Yeah, if it, if it kicks on, it needs to kick on at this point. So. Right. Yeah, we're um, I, I love it. I, I prefer I prefer this much better than July. All yeah. the people that are like, oh, I like July. Uh, oh, you do? Is that I do are you too? Outside all day uh, long. I enjoy the beach. We, I mean, we enjoy the boat. You know, going out with Bridget, being on the beach, doing whatever, going to the pool, doing outside. I don't mind that. I it's it's hot. We've lived here. I mean, how long have you been here your whole life? Yeah, I've been here. It'll be, I believe, seventeen years. Okay, 
you've adapted to it by now. Yeah. It, you know what's coming. But that being said, give me a few months of hoodie weather. Just give me a break. Yeah, exactly. So I can actually maybe think about wearing a sweatshirt or yes. that when I step outside, I don't melt. I don't mind the hot when we're talking about doing things like going to the – I don't go to the beach, but if you're out on a boat or if you're you know kind of working around or doing stuff outside in the yard, I, I can't stand the when I had to work in it. That's and the worst. And then having to do stuff. Working in the hot is, is just the worst because you're, you're yeah. already at work. It's, it's not like yeah. you're doing something you really want to do. Yeah, and then I mean, it's ninety eight degrees. I don't even mind golfing in that weather because you, like you said, you you're well. The beers help keep it cool. One, you're doing something you want to do anyway. <laughs> but two, it's it's nice. I don't mind getting out and sweating out a few pounds and you know enjoying it. But this time of year, yeah, give me forties and fifties. Yep, for a month. You could give it to me for three months and I'd be okay uh, with it. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah, th- that's our supportive Florida winter. Yeah. And if you don't like it, hey, fucking move. And who doesn't love a falling iguana? I, I, hey, I like to play that game where you run around under trees and try and catch them in your teeth. Like <laughs> Superman would catch a bullet. I wish we had those damn things here, those iguanas that they have down south. Yeah. Um, they even have them uh, not as far as they have, obviously, in Miami, but our other business office that we have is on the other side of the state. Not quite Miami, but it's over in that area. Like West Palm or somewhere like that. Yeah, in that range. Fort Lauderdale. But, um, I had to make a delivery down there earlier this year, and those some bitches were everywhere. Like it looked like baby Jurassic Park. Baby Jurassic Park. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> the The job site that we were on was for a condo facility or something like that, and uh, off to the side there was a huge open just grass field. I easily hundreds, hundreds just scattering. The minute you take a step, they like. It'd be fun to go out and try and catch them. You're never gonna, because they're fast as shit. But they just scoot right up the trees. They, and, and they're, they're pretty cool. It, it's awesome. It, it was cool, but there was freaking hundreds of them in that one field. Now I can only imagine how goddamn funny it would be to watch those things falling out of trees in the cold <laughs> weather. I'm sorry if that sounds horrible. You go back right now, it's a fucking crater out it, there because they've all fall. Every time they fall, they're just smashing the ground down. People literally walking with umbrellas because of iguanas. Like, I could, if I were to see that happen, I'd probably piss myself laughing. To see if an iguana fall on somebody? But, yes. Just in general, seeing those things fall, because they're not small. No. Um, no, they're not. To see those things just kind of fall and bounce off the sidewalk, and pe- frozen. People get angry about them falling or landing on them, but you're doing that iguana a service. Yeah, you're. You are, you are his personal. You're breaking uh, fall the fall. Bat. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I would try and catch him. Absolutely, with my teeth. Why not? Iguana sushi. <laughs> I wouldn't eat him. I just like to do the Superman thing. You know, where he catches the bullet in his teeth. How do we know they're not good? Oh, we don't. Well, Peta has put a stop to that. Fuck PETA. I I mean, the deep fryer probably make anything taste good. You can make a shoe taste good if you want to. Bad well, enough if you some, try hard enough. Get some Old Bay Iguana. I mean, that's what tofu is. Yeah. It's old shoe. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, gator's good. Snake's good. Maybe yeah. Iguana's good. Snake I've never had. It's, it's I don't know. Man, it's odd. It's it's odd, but... Gator is good. Gator's delicious. It's I mean, like anything, it's got to be prepared right. I mean, you could fuck up fish as easily as you could fuck up gator. It's just oh, got to be cooked right. Yeah, you can overcook it, and it gets really, really tough. Yep. Um, but, I, I mean, had, basically, the tail is what you want. I have had some bang-up gator tail before. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's a little good. sauce. It's Yeah, it's fantastic. 
It's really good. I've had good. really shitty venison before, but I've had venison that tastes better than a ribeye steak. It just depends. Agreed. There you go. Agreed. All righty. Let's just get to it. Yeah, it's it's I I don't know it's it's weird I I when that kick when McPherson kicked that field goal to win to put them in the Super Bowl my phone had at least fifty texts I can't remember the it was like fifty two fifty three something like I had fifty some missed text within a minute because I didn't I wasn't looking at my phone no that was just because you had taken your attention off of the thread with the guys from Michigan for thirty seconds yeah because I'm watching it off sling so you guys are about a minute ahead of me so it's like when I get something and like holy shit that catch and I'm like well oh, they're in a fucking commercial and then it comes around but I don't it's it's like whatever after I, I, I realized that you were that far behind I I, I tried to stop because I think I, it's a full minute I made minute that and one half. comment and you said what and I said Jesus Christ you're that far behind me mm-hmm. and you were like yeah but it's okay tell me something good and I was like interception yeah. and you were like fuck don't text me if something <laughs> bad happens but if something good happens and I see my phone light up then okay so I'm just I'm all dialed in but um no it was <sighs> I yelled pretty loud it was I mean I've been a Bengals fan my whole life mm-hmm. just like the Lions and it's not been pleasant. Yes, there have been playoff berths, but they were 0 and I believe 0 and 6 under Marvin Lewis. Um, they hadn't won a playoff game in 31 years. The, yeah, I mean, there you go. But, I mean, they've. I've seen them win the AFC North. Um, I actually saw them win the AFC North in Detroit. And I believe Carson Palmer was the, the quarterback at the time when we lived up there. Long story short, it's been a long fucking time since I could wear. Bengals stuff out in public and not have people say, oh, you're a fucking Bengals fan, the Bungles. Um, it's fun. It's I'm now getting a little taste of what you've gotten to deal with for a long time, and it, man, it feels fucking good. And it's, it sounds dumb, but, like, they made the Super Bowl. Like, if they win the Super Bowl, it's awesome. But, like, like we talked about it earlier today, and I had talked about it with Nick a few days ago. I mean, this team's not set up to be one and done. They no. are... If you could have a perfect scenario for a team that's making the Super Bowl, I kind of hard to find a better situation to be in. Well, this is this is exactly this is exactly what happened to this to the Seahawks right after Pete Carroll showed up. They grabbed Russell Wilson, who played very well because he's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. They had Russell Wilson on a five year contract or a four year contract because they picked him in the third round. Right. So they were paying no money for a top ten quarterback. And then they hit on basically every defensive player that they picked that year that they had God, that the year. Defense. Yeah, that was it was an amazing defense. But the the scary part there is is that your general manager wasn't able to maintain what he had to maintain everywhere else money wise. Right. You've got to get the rest of the team to buy into it because what you're gonna have is at well, some point you're gonna have Burrow Hitting, needing big money. You're going to mm-hmm. have Jamar Chase right behind him, wanting big money. Um, uh, Uzoma's got to be coming up for a contract extension. I don't know. How, you know, he's not going to command huge money. No, he's not going to command huge money, but he's going to command seven or eight million a year. But and you know what? For him, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I think he's worth it. A little injury prone, but um, there's a chance he's still going to play in the Super Bowl. He's got an MCL sprain, so he could be back. That two weeks off really comes in handy. Yep. Um, I mean, all that. I mean, you've got Chase, Boyd, Higgins, uh, Mixon, Joe Burrow. See, Higgins is still on a rookie contract, too. All these guys are under 25 years old. Yep. 
and they're all under all and like I'm saying they're all on rookie contracts they're that four or five years so when they hit that fifth year option if they're a first rounder which I don't think any of those guys except Chase and Burrow are first rounders Higgins is not a first rounder Boyd is not a first no. rounder and I don't even think Boyd's on his rookie contract I could be wrong there but when they hit that fifth year it's like Vita Vey for the Bucks right now. Mm-hmm. He's fourteen million dollars against a cap. He's a fucking defensive tackle. Yep. That fifth year option is massive, and it, with if they all stack up one after another, they do have fifty plus million dollars against the salary cap. I think it's fifty four yeah. right now. But next year, Burrow's eligible for an extension, mm-hmm. and you're gonna you can go ahead and kiss twenty five of that a year away, which is fine. Yeah, it, because no. I think he's proved himself to be that generational talent. Oh, for sure. It's just. It's just that you, it, the money, you're like, oh, we're in great shape money-wise. We're in great shape money Next thing you know, you're the fucking Saints, and you're $63 million over the cap. And you're like, what did we do? Still so, don't understand how that yeah, happens. It's, it's, I, 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 I know I, how it, it just, to I me, it doesn't some, make any sense I that did you some can't research into plan it today, ahead. Because I'm... I, Go ahead. We'll, we'll, no, we'll get to it. I did some research into it, but I, I know a little bit more than I did last week. But the fact that you have a team that's that young, that really... Not saying this to be mean. Doesn't have a lot of stars. It doesn't. Other yet. than other than Mixon is a star. I'm sorry. I, you you can like him or not like him. All the guys done has is produced this year. T Higgins zero uh, off field problems. Two thousand yards. Two thousand yards back to back seasons. Tyler Boyd is thousand better. Yards. Is better than he gets credit for. Mm-hmm. But when you've got three thousand yard receivers, I mean, Jamar Chase stole the so for him this year. They have no stud linemen, offensive linemen. They have nope. no stud defensive players. They're just a. I mean, apparently they're really well coached. They've got one absolute proven superstar on that team, but now the entire team, everyone's going, Jesus Christ, look at this team. Like nobody would have picked the Bengals eighteen weeks ago. Nobody. You didn't. Zero. I didn't know. I I thought they were going to be better. I thought they would compete for their division, and that's it. Because of again, how young they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's it's awesome. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's nice to be excited about the NFL again because I really haven't had a reason to be, except for when friends' teams are doing good. Then you know you watch a little bit more. But you know, didn't stay up, didn't watch many Monday night football games. Just it was, it's just not. The same, but when you have a team that's good now, now you know it's it's a little more exciting, as you know. Being you know having being a fan of the um, Bucks and the Patriots. Well, that's where that's kind of where we differ. It's exciting to have a team that you can root. That's your team when they're good. But the NFL still excites me. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl no matter who's in it. I'm going to watch every playoff game no matter who's. Oh, playing. I watch Super Bowl. Yeah. Of course, the playoff you know. playoff but, but, games. And it's I'll almost, tell you what. It's almost more stressful. It's it's almost harder to enjoy the Super Bowl when your team's in it. Last 100%. year, last year I didn't enjoy that Super Bowl. Not one fucking bit. Because I was sitting there a whole game until there was like six minutes left going, until that end where they intercepted or where they tackled Tyreek Hill at the end. Mm-hmm. That whole game going, it's Kansas City. They can, they can put up 20 points in about three minutes. The whole game, I was fucking, I can't believe my heart did not explode like it was right. a head in scanners. Yeah, it's... Again, it's exciting, but the, this whole playoffs, I don't remember a year that's been this good every single round. I've never seen a year of every playoffs like this. Every single round. How many blowouts have there been? Just the wild card games. Two? No, the wild card Two games. Two or three? Are, wild card games are pretty bad. Kansas City, Pittsburgh was really bad. Tampa, um, Philly was, was really good. Bad. Tampa, Tampa uh, Philadelphia was bad. New England, Buffalo was bad. Oh, I forgot um, about that New England, Buffalo game. But that was first round. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, the wild card round. Yeah. 
Um, I think four of those six games that weekend were not worth watching. The, in fact, the only game that weekend that was worth watching, there was two. There was Cincinnati and, Cincinnati and, and, and the Raiders. Raiders, and then the Dallas-San Francisco game. Right. But um, I, it's it's exciting. Um, I, I, you know, I, sh- I literally I don't even know what I'll say about it. Like it's it still doesn't even feel real. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, it's. I, I do think it's going to be a good matchup. I was. It was funny. I got a message from one of Dylan's buddies, who's a career shit starter, pot stirrer, whatever. Um, his name's Noah, and it's like I don't know, man. You guys, you guys. You guys have no answer for Donald and Booker and uh, Jalen Ramsey. I'm like, okay, you're saying the same thing that everyone else has said about every other team they've played all year long, and they just continue to win. So, okay. Like, is is um, and the the point that I made to him was uh, Jalen Ramsey is he going to cover Higgins, Boyd, and Chase all by himself? Oh, and then if he does that, who's going to cover Sample? And if it's CJ, who's going to cover him? And or in mixing out of the backfield. Or... Right, it, I mean, is is Von Booker going to cover Joe Mixon, or is Von Booker going to cover CJ or Sample? I mean, it's yeah, you can say the same thing over and over because this team is, and myself included, I have downplayed it because I don't want to get personally to get too excited about it because the letdown is never easy. But I was also trying to be realistic. But shit. At what point do I stop doubting this team that everyone else has been doubting and they just keep fucking winning? Yeah, Despite they, who's in front of them. They just beat a team that everybody's calling a dynasty. And I'm sorry, don't take this the wrong way if you're a Chiefs fan. The Chiefs are not a dynasty. Because Making it to, to the championship game every because, year is not a dynasty. to be a dynasty, you've got to throw up two or three rings. you got to throw up two or three, minimum. Okay, so realistically, I would say three. Is that fair? To be a dynasty? Yeah, Three or to to be a true dynasty, three or four, three three in like nine years, three in eight years, I, or I, I think, or be making the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, you know what I mean. the the eighties the the eighties Forty Nineers were a dynasty. The nineties Cowboys were a dynasty. That Buffalo Bills team, the, the run they had four Super Bowls straight. I can't call them a dynasty. They didn't win one. Yeah, but still, that team was. Oh, they were they the were second legendary. best team in the league for four years straight. They were legendary. I don't I know still if I can't call believe them they didn't win one. But I know. you know what? See what I'm saying? No, like, I, see, I see what you're saying. But they they just beat a team that is legitimately, even though they started off weak, they they were they were the best team in, as far as I'm concerned in the NFL statistically. Going, Chiefs, yeah, I agree. Go, going into the divisional rounds, the, I would say the scariest team yes. short of Buffalo. Oh, by far, and they shut their ass down. On the road. In the second half. Yeah. Number one down. and number two seeds they beat on the road in the playoffs. Uh, it, it's So at this point of the season when you're talking football, when you when you get to the divisional round, not so much the wild card round because typically that sixth and that seventh team they've backed in. And, you know, when Pittsburgh. you get to the divisional round, anybody, anybody's, it's anybody's game. Mm-hmm. It's any because you're not – you don't get there by not being a good team or not being able to adjust. Agreed. And – what Cincinnati did on Sunday was adjust. They stopped rushing Patrick Mahomes and dropped eight. 23. Every fucking play. 21 to 3. They dropped eight in That's coverage. Absurd. Every play. And what I don't understand is everybody says Eric Bieniemy's got to be a head coach. He's got to be a head coach. You see the defense dropping eight into coverage every play and you don't start ramming it down their throats? How, how, you, you, what? No RPOs? Nothing. And if you've got Mahomes. I mean, I'm glad they didn't. I, I'm glad what happened no, happened. No, I, I agree. But at the same time, 
That goes back to what I said. Just because someone's a coordinator doesn't make him a good head coach. Yeah, so you're doing so they've got Mahomes dropping screens and do it throwing interceptions. You're up twenty one to three and and I this analytics thing to ease away from the Bengals a little bit, if it's the end of the half and you're on the fucking ten yard line and there's six seconds left and you don't have a timeout, Take you kick the fucking field goal. Take points. Every goddamn time. And not only that, you're getting the ball back second half. Yes. That could possibly a ten point swing. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I tell you what it is. What it definitely is, it's no more. It's no overtime. No. They kicked that field goal. It's not. It doesn't go to overtime. I know. So it's and it worked out great for you. Thankfully, and I'm very happy. But I see these guys doing this stuff, and I'm like, how fucking hard is this? I I just don't understand. Did you see what Cincinnati did at the end of the at the end where they kicked the ball off, uh, and they squibbed the ball on the ground, and it took like five seconds off the clock? I if, if Buffalo would have done that. Um, it, it was going into. It was going into. I overtime. do remember the the discussion yeah. about Buffalo. If Buffalo not doing had that. done that, they'd have been playing Cincinnati. Yeah. So anyway, glad they didn't. Okay, so the salary cap thing. Yep. What they do is they take bonuses, and they prorate them and they defer them, and they make the bonus a part of the salary. So like Brady's salary cap number this year is only eight million dollars, but he his 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 cap hit. Is twenty five million, so it gets all pushed to the back of the contract, so they can push it out. I know that's what they did with Mahomes, right? Because what they're banking on is they're banking on they're banking on every year the salary cap getting bigger. Okay, so Mahomes, bless you, Thank Mahomes you. contract. What they did was they didn't push it all to the back. It's just it gets bigger as he goes on. Right. So what happens is is you end up with dead money, right? right. So that's what has happened to the Saints. They have all these contracts with all these bonuses that have to be paid out now, plus people that were hurt that were signed, and they've just got so much dead money. Right. That that's just all there is to it. It's just it's nuts. I it's to me, and again, I know I probably look at things way too simply, but if you have a person in charge of managing just the cap, which these teams do, the Bucks probably have one of the best. To look at a situation to say, we can't do that because in three years we're fucked. In three years we're gonna be 71 million dollars over the cap and then we're we're destroyed well the bucks to what i'm saying is in short there should be a person that can forecast this and say look this is all great but if we do this three years from now we're screwed right so you have to is it worth it now look at what and i've another thing i've been saying all along with the draft picks mean nothing if you can win a super bowl the rams did that look where the rams are at yeah now, they don't have a first-round pick for, what, three years? It's at least two. I think it's two or three. I, I, they, don't have one, uh, they don't have one next year or the th- this year or next year. Right. For the next they, two they years. They don't pick again until 24 there you, in the first round. There you go. But the picks they traded away, they're in the Super Bowl. The biggest problem with that philosophy, and it's not a bad philosophy, the biggest problem with that philosophy is that you go out and you get Odell Beckham, Matt Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, that's da, 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 and then you come up to this year and you've only got $2 million in cap space. Right. So, so who do you get rid of? It's just a matter of yeah. doing what they did. It, we, we just we want to win a Super Bowl. I, I totally understand. And you know what? The, my, the Florida Marlins did that way back when, when they went out and got it. Was it 90? Three or something with that got got out all those guys. Ninety seven. Yeah, mean, Rivera, they, uh, 
Miguel Cabrera. I mean, they had they, everybody. They, they had fucking everybody because Hazenga just said, you know what? Give me everybody. I'm going to pay them all for one year. I'm going to win my ring, and then I'm going to fucking fire them. And then I'm leaving. Yeah, and then I'm done. I'm going to sell the team for yeah. Christ's sake. So it, it, it's crazy. Um, the the one the Buccaneers had a, a, a especially easy way to manipulate that because they knew that they did not have to maintain Brady's contract for 10 years. Right. You know, you've got someone like the Chargers who's got Herbert with a contract that's going to be coming up. See, this was his second year. This was his second year, so his contract's coming up. They're in good shape cap-wise, but they've got to worry about how to pay him and pay Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, all those guys, whereas the Bucks are like, well, you know, we, we made a run. We thought we were going to go for two. We were hoping for three. That's not going to happen. Right. So, but now you've got that stuff that goes away, and the big names that they brought in were only like a couple year deals. Right. Someone like the Rams, those guys they have are young. Stafford's only thirty two. I mean, he's been in the league for over ten years, so thirty two. He's, he's still got plenty of years left. Oh, of course, of course he does. You know, um, barring some Von, freak Von Miller's not old. You know, Jalen Ramsey is twenty six. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Cooper Cup is. Aaron Donald? He's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, Aaron Donald's like 26 or 27. He's in his prime right now. Of course, now. Aaron Donald's already making like fucking $25 million a year. But yeah. now you gotta, you're going to have to pay Cooper Cup now in this with, with this situation going on. So it's it, it's it's hard. And I, I, I do think that the salary cap keeps the parity there. But some guys are more creative than others. I don't think the salary cap is what hurts teams and – We'll use the Lions as an example because we're not going to pick on the Bengals this week. I don't think that the Lions are in trouble because they can't afford to pay the players. I think the Lions are, are in trouble because they just refuse to pay the play, pay the players. Well, there's, their decision-making there has been yeah. notoriously bad Matt, for a long Matt time. Matt Millen absolutely stuck an elephant dick in every, in every Detroit Lions fan ass for five years. He blasted them back to the Stone Age. Oh, he did, and and they never they never recovered. He drove off Megatron. Uh, I mean, they, they treated Barry Sanders so bad and wouldn't that you had – two of the best ever. So, but if you don't go out and spend and pay for the positions that you need, it doesn't matter that you have Matt Stafford or Joe Burrow or fucking even Tom Brady. You've got to have a supporting cast and you've got to be good across the ball. So the I think the salary cap does what it what it's supposed to do. And I also think that people have learned to manipulate it enough. And it's going up. Yeah. Oh, a lot. It's going up like twenty two million this year, I think. And that's gonna help the Bengals too. I mean, that, yeah. that, the that's numbers a... the numbers that I showed you today, that's the projected set. That well, they, it's not projected anymore. They actually said it. Okay. Uh last year's salary cap was extremely low because of COVID. Yeah. Th- because they were worried about revenues. But now they know that everything's back, so it jumped like I think it was twenty two million this year, which is a lot. It mm-hmm. normally goes up like seven or nine or twelve. I mean, that could be two <clears throat> key players, two two huge players. Oh, absolutely. That's two off that's two stud offensive linemen. Yeah, that's for sure. Two, that's two stud free agent offensive linemen, even if you can't pick him in the draft. So salary cap is fun. I agree with you, it is fake to a point. <clears throat> but it'll catch up to you eventually, as the Seahawks know, and that's where you're that's where your general manager has to be good enough. When a coach says, "I want this guy," you have to be able to say, "Yeah, but we've only got this much money, so you're going to have to, you're going to have to suck him a little bit just to yeah, get him to come here. You got to do something." That's also kind of where you you get to really see the players that care about genuinely winning, or yeah. they they just want to get a massive payday and and just you know be a commercial. Yeah, I agree. So your football week got better. Your football season got better and better. Mine just keeps getting worse. I, yes, I get that, but I feel like I'm in the minority. I do not think the Bucks are going to be in bad shape. Yes, you're losing Brady, but right now, 
if you things being the way they are, I'm assuming Gronk is going to retire because Brady's going to. But let's just say that's the case. If you bring in a quarterback like, like Russell Wilson, I don't think your team drops off a bit. I agree. First of all, losing Brady makes your team not as good right off the bat. not that many quarterbacks out there like Russell Wilson either. However, yes, Brady is who he is, but I don't think there's a massive drop-off with Russell Wilson. No, there's not a massive drop-off with Russell Wilson. The problem is, is you're going to have to be able to get Russell Wilson. That's the thing. The, the, the biggest problem that they have is that the guys that they're talking about coming here, everybody, I mean, today, everybody. Has his name been brought up? Russell Wilson? Yeah. No. Okay. No, nobody's. I, I have. I brought it because he was the first person. So so since the last podcast, um, Schefter announced on Saturday that Brady was retiring. Douchebag. And Brady came out and said, no, no, it's not official yet. Well, Brady officially announced today that he's retiring. And you know what? It was a – I knew. I told you last week he's not coming back. I didn't think right. he was coming back. It was a fucking – I thought he was. It was a fucking gut punch. I, I just felt the way that he was talking and the way he was kind of dodging the question. You know, every other year it's like, you know what? I, we're looking pretty good. You know, I'm just going to take a break and think it was this year. If there was all these little excuses about, uh, you know, my right. wife doesn't want me getting blah, 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 blah. So, so you lose him, and that makes your team not as good. Nobody's brought up Russell Wilson yet. Everybody in Tampa is like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is coming to Tampa because Brady did. Well, first no, of all, not. Aaron Rodgers is under contract. Okay, Aaron To Rod- a point, yeah. Well, he's under contract. I, so Yes, if technically going- speaking, but Green Bay has also, also told him, if you want to leave, you can leave. We'll, we'll work it out. Yes, but they're not going to give up Aaron Rodgers without compensation. They're not going to give up Rodgers for less than two number ones. Because if the Texans think they can get three number ones for Deshaun Watson... I don't know. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to go wherever he wants to go. And I think that was a mutual agreement that he had with the Packers last year to say, I'll play this year, but this is what we're going to do. Moving, And that's all from listening to McAfee and A.J. Hawk and obviously Aaron okay. Rodgers every Tuesday. I, I'm just telling you. No, no. I, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. That's the language that's coming from that whole discussion. I think he's gone from Green Bay. Well, I think he's gone from Green Bay for because his salary is forty five million dollars. And they're crazy. and they're fifty something million over the salary cap. One so Super Bowl. There is no yeah. Joe Burrow's got as many Super Bowl appearances as Aaron Rodgers. How fucking crazy. And Matt Stafford. Think about Both. that. Think about that think about think about the fact that you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers back to back. So you got thirty years of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football you and you've two? got two Super Bowls. Total. Yeah. Out of a how many year range? Twenty five? 30, it was like about, about about thirty. Is it thirty? Mm-hmm. That's insane. So Rodgers won one and lost one, Correct. right? Yep. And Favre won one and lost one. Yep. Favre beat the beat the Patriots. Yep. And lost to the Broncos. Yeah, he, I think he, Desmond Howard was the MVP that year because he had a punt return for a touchdown. Yep. For yep. for for, for and, then, and then Rodgers beat Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. yeah I he think beat so. Pittsburgh and lost to no. He's only been once. Yeah. So so there you go. But Rodgers is set to make forty five million dollars. That is strike number one for Tampa because they only have twenty right. something million in salary cap. And if they pay him, that means they have no money for Gronk. If 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 Rogers comes to Tampa, Gronk comes back. Gronk comes back to Tampa. I think that's fair. That means they have no money for Godwin. It means the Fournette, uh, Jason Pierre Paul. They have twenty two free agents that they cannot address and they're going to have to get rid of some people or restructure because $45 million is a lot of money. Well, my next question to that was he could re- he could redo his deal, correct? Oh, he could restructure for sure. 
for sure. Now, is Aaron Rodgers that type of guy that would come back and do what he does and play for $20 million a year so he could win a Super Bowl? I can't say either way because who knows. I look at it like this. I know that Brady has had his side piece, Giselle. I call her a side piece because how could, like I said earlier today, how could he leave her when I love him so much? How could he leave me for her? I don't, I don't understand it. I'm just kidding. So he, he's, he's, Brady's never had to make that kind of money because she has always made so much money. She makes what she makes puts him to shame. Yeah, but Rogers doesn't have to make any more money. No, he doesn't have to make. He's been paid so much money. Like, I I don't think it's a money thing for him right now. Why would it change right now when it hasn't changed over the last 10 years? You, You know what I mean? I mean, he, dude. The last five years, he's been like, you don't give me any help. You don't give me any help. Yeah, I'll take $45 million. You know what I mean? I'm like, holy shit. Well, if you're not going to give me help and, and help me win, you may as well pay me. And I can't argue that either. Yeah. I can't argue that. And again, who knows? And <laughs> with them being over the salary cap like that, they have no money for Devontae Adams. So does now Devontae Adams and, the, and, and, and Aaron Rodgers become a package deal? And if that's the case, there's only one team in the NFL – that would be willing to give up what Rodgers is going to cost that can afford to pay that, Broncos. and that's the Denver Broncos. In that duo, yeah, I'll give it up all day long. All, all day. Uh, I would I would too. Sure. Because you'll get two years out of Rodgers. And you have sure. a good defense already. You have a good team. Yeah. They have a good team. Dude, they got Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon in the backfield. They got Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and Jerry Judy. Plus, now you're going to throw Devontae Adams into it. Plus, you've got a defense. I mean... Instantly, yeah. Instantly, they 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 become they become sorry they become the best team in the NFL. We, I don't know what Cincinnati does. I don't know what Kansas City does. But no, with, on paper, absolutely uh, on paper. Yeah, it's on on paper, absolutely. Um, the AFC is just stacked. Oh, the dude. AFC is just disgusting, Mahomes, and it's awesome. It's, Allen, it's exciting. Uh, Burrow, Herbert. Um, there's a fucking another one. So you'd get to see Rodgers versus Mahomes twice. Yep. Rodgers versus Herbert twice. Rogers, Rogers versus, versus Carr, Carr twice. twice, possibly. I, who knows where Carr is going to end up? Um, Carr, Carr stays because of Josh McDaniels at this point. It's a uh, man. AFC is going to be fun. It is for so, for a long time. So I don't know what Tampa is going to do. I, 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 the the bad thing is that there's no quarterbacks that are coming up that they can negotiate with freely. They're going to have to give something up, and the 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 two most le- legitimate options, in my opinion. Are Russell Wilson? I don't know what he makes, but I know it's a lot. Right. I think he makes thirty something million a year. Jesus. I can pull it up in just a second. That's the insane. other one, the other one is Deshaun Watson, and I don't, I don't. Who the fuck knows what's going on with him? Is he that good? Is he? Yes, he is. He, Deshaun Watson is that good. When's the last time he played? Um, right before he molested those twenty two women. <laughs> there, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I that that's my point. I who knows? Does he yeah. does he rebound from that? Is he still just as good? I'd rather have Russell Wilson right now. Oh, I would too. Right now, I would too. But uh, that's another situation. Last year they said you know Russell wants out. If I was Russell Wilson, I would want out of sense of Seattle because he's thirty two. Carol's gonna thirty one. Um, the offensive line is shit. They can't. They can't come up with a tight end. They don't have a. They don't have a solid running game. The defense is average. I'd want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, dude. Leave Seattle. Come to Tampa. <sighs> Russell, it's it's thirty one here on this coldest day. What time's that plane leave? Yeah, no shit. So I don't know what's going to happen. I I the guy is a fucking legend. I'm sad that he left, but you know what? I also thank my lucky stars that I got to see him play for. 
a long my, time. For, for my team. A I got to see him play time. for my team, and I got to watch him play for 22 years. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, we'll never. Cool. I say this, and every record's made to be broken. I don't know that we'll ever see that again. You you won't. And I feel completely confident saying you will not see another career like that ever. 22 years, and he was in the Super Bowl 10 times. It's ridiculous. It's almost 50%. Yeah. That's, That's o- nuts. Over a 22 That's year career. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Nuts. So, um, all right. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But that being said, it is almost full NHL season, and oh, I cannot wait. I went to a game Saturday night. There was a. Awesome win last night in overtime for the Wings. Um, yeah, it's. I got to see my first shootout Saturday night. Did you? Yeah, did, it was pretty did, cool. Did they win? No, they lost. It went seven rounds, but it was against Vegas. It was a great game. Oh, that's that's nice. It was a great game. Yeah, shootouts are. That's what my shirt is today. They're. That's their Gasparilla logo because it's I pretty sweet. No idea that we were. It was even Gasparilla when we got the tickets because we did that six pack or. Yeah, seven that, pack or whatever, and a friend picked them. Yep. And I showed up. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And they're like, "That's the gas grill." I'm like, "Oh, it's fucking badass." They should have wore those on the jerseys. They they had them on their warm up jerseys. Yeah. Then they auction them off. But yeah, they, make that a special one time jersey and wear. I that would be an awesome. Would it awesome not? jersey? Absolutely. Little, yeah. So cool. But playing the the knights, it would have. It's pretty similar with the gold, but man, hey, fucked in there in Tampa. Sweet logo though. <laughs> it is cool. Awesome. For those of you who can't see it, it's almost a cross of the Buccaneers logo in the lightning colors with some gold because Gasparilla is a, it's a, it's not a holiday. It's just a reason to have a fucking party. It's an excuse to dress yeah. up like a pirate and get drunk. Yeah. The, the, the legend is that the Jose, history behind it's cool. The legend is that Jose Gaspar stormed Tampa Bay, raped and pillaged, and we celebrate it every year. The only reason that we celebrate is because it was made up. Where's the outrage? <laughs> fucking pirates. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it is a fun time. Like, I've done it once. No desire to I've, go back. I've never gone, and I but will it, never go. It is cool. It is fun to watch the ships. That's the best part. But to fight the traffic and the people and everything like that, it's... See, in high school, I had to march in the parade. Oh, see, that would be cool. No, it would not. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Dude, four and a half miles? Yeah. It, you know? Do you know that Gasparilla is the third longest parade in the country? I, now I do. You I do had now. no idea. Yeah, that's right. that's right. I beat you to it, Brock. Nice job. Neener, neener. Um, it's fun. I have no desire to go do it again. I mean, It's I'd, a reason for everybody to get together and just get hammered. Yeah. That's that's basically what it is. The ships is the best part. Oh, it's so cool. Cannons really going. Cool. Um, that, that whole part is really neat, but it is what it is. And it was pretty cold this year, and people still went, so good for them. Alcohol does so, warm me up quick. So we're walking down the street. Because I realized on Saturday, on Friday, because I'm working downtown Tampa now. So, nice. And, and everybody was, oh, it's my job's the fucking best. All right, moving on. So we're working downtown Tampa, and everybody's like, are we working tomorrow? And I'm like, no, we're not working tomorrow because it's Gasparilla. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, shit, that's right. And I'm like, cool. And I get home that night, and I realized, motherfucker, we have a hockey game tomorrow night. I can see Emily two blocks away from where I'm working. And I'm like, god damn it. So Susan says, what time do we leave? Because we went with our friend Barb. And I said, well, game's at 7. We probably need to leave about 3.30. Now, keep in mind, it's 20 minutes to downtown Tampa to where we're going to park. Right. But I'm scared about the traffic. So we we went down there. It wasn't too bad because since we were coming into Tampa at 4, the parade was just ending, so people were kind of on the way up. But the traffic was bad. 
So we walk out and we got our sweatshirts on. It's cold. It was like 38 degrees at this point. And there's this guy walking down the fucking street. God damn it, motherfuckers, it's cold one fucking day a year. It has to be on Gasparilla. The dickhead had on a t-shirt and shorts. And I and I said, dude, you know they make jackets, right? <laughs> I don't think he heard me, but what a hoodie. I mean, bust out a hoodie. They've been talking for a week and a half about how fucking cold it was going to be that weekend, and this dumbass goes out in a t-shirt and shorts, and then wants to blame the weather. <laughs> to quote, to quote the goat from the Adam Sandler album, "Fucking moron." So good. <laughs> People are so dumb, but it's entertaining. It is. It really is. Um. Speaking of cold, I do get to go back and see some snow here in, in in a week. Yeah, you do. Looking forward to that. They're about to get ready to get blasted this weekend. Just torched. 13 to f- 18 inches of snow, I believe, they're getting over the course of Wednesday night, Thursday night, possibly Friday. I'm not, I kind of looked at it and giggled a little bit. Are they going to get like finger blasted like in the Peacemaker way? or No, that th- not that way, but they... <laughs> They are going to get a dumping of snow up there. I, I, think cu- that, I think the thing that Phil linked on on his uh, on our on our chat was like they're expecting like twenty inches yeah. and change where where they where you guys where you're going. Yep, that's a lot of snow. It's a lot of snow. So I'll get to, now. Thankfully, I'm coming in a week after that, so everything should be fine. But um, everything should be snow forts and snowmen. By there'll then. be still a shit ton of snow on the ground. So I'm kind of. Looking forward to that because I only have to see it for a couple days. Yeah. And I get to fly back into palm trees and blue water. So, well, like my dad said, snow's not that bad until you have to go to work. Correct. When it, It's fun to play in. Oh, it's, skiing, it's, it's snow, fun, it's sledding. Fun to, it's fun to get up and put your feet up and look out the, the window. He says, but when you got to get up at 5 in the morning and dig your car out, fuck that. Drop some marshmallows on the hot cocoa, and then you got to go to work, and it's no longer fun. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back there and uh, seeing that and then getting the fuck out after a couple days. Come back to where it's warm. So that's all I got. I ran across something this week. What was it? Frozen iguana? So no, I wish. So you know, we're kind of taking it in, in the the rear end with the gambling thing here because um, you know, fan God, I was doing so good. FanDuel and and uh I was up 175 bucks. Nice. You got your money though, right? You got your money back. Oh yeah, yeah. You it it, it yeah. went it went to bills. So it always does. But I was up. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. It started with twenty bucks, not nice. to cut you off, but I literally it was like you, twenty bucks. You were hitting some some decent ones there. I was picking Red Wing games, the ones that I felt comfortable with when they were um, underdogs. So it was plus one thirty five, plus what whatever it was. Bet on I can't I cannot remember which ones it was, but I picked like a Michigan game here and there. Um, they cut and I. Long story short, I started off. I'm just just gonna be twenty bucks. I'm just gonna do it for you know maybe maybe make a couple. When it was all said and done, before they pulled the plug on the app, because you know the Indians and the white people are bitching over revenue, all that stuff. Fanduel doesn't have enough money, right? I was. Uh, well, it's a Seminole Casino, right? But it's Hard because Rock. it's because of Fanduel. So yeah, they're like you're up 175 bucks, so you can't play anymore. They they completely shut down the app statewide. Yeah, and they that got was for a, the Hard Rock an, Casino. They got an injunction from the uh, from a federal judge. So basically, what it is in the state of Florida, um, all gaming rights uh, belong to the to the Seminole Indians, and you are allowed to do sports betting in in uh, in their casinos. But the rule states that 
it's some wording that says something along the lines of you have to have feet on their soil or some I, I, some something like that. So they put an app out there that was basically just like the Caesar Sportsbook or whatnot because gambling's not legal in the state of Florida unless it runs through the Indians. And I'm not saying that isn't a derogatory where it's the Seminole Indians. Um, so FanDuel, it's literally the yep, title. Yep, F- FanDuel is pissed off because they can't get in on the action. And they they went to courts and said that the wording of the agreement that the state has with the with the Seminoles um, violates the the uh, app. So the judge shut the app down. So it kind of fucked us. I'm uh, I was, honestly I was fun. I just I mean, I'll say it flat out: the Indians get taken care of plenty good now. There's no reason why FanDuel can't come in and be get, get, and give us a choice too. Well, there's no reason that they can't share. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Me de- let me decide. Let me, as an American, I'm fucking. I'm supposed to be smart enough to vote for the president at age twelve now. Listen, white uh, devil. Let me, as an American, make the decision who I want to fucking gamble with. Listen, white there's devil. There's plenty to you fucking. You haven't go earned around. that right yet. Hey, listen. <laughs> I have had fifty years of white privilege, and I want fifty more. Where's my white privilege card? So. Do you think going into this weekend that you could have picked the scores of the two championship games? No. 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 No no chance. Well, one guy thought he could. And he did. And he did. Did you see that story? Yep. He put $20 down and he bet for the game between the Bengals and the Rams to be 27-24 and then the Rams 20 to 17. He won on a $20 bet that was a credit that he had. It wasn't even cash he took out of his pocket. He won $579,020. It's pretty badass. The odds of the Bengals being 27 and the Chiefs 24 was plus 22,000. That's crazy. Is that not fucking nuts? And the Rams was 13,000 plus 13,000. And he parlayed that shit. He didn't even bet them separately. He parlayed them. He had to hit both of those motherfuckers. Half a million, bro. Just like that. Half a million dollars. Just like that. They always say there's no such thing as free money. That was. Yeah, the bad news is he's a Chiefs fan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> I I saw that, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, it's just fucking absolutely nuts. Yeah. it's. I, I'll tell you what. It, that app, I enjoyed it. Like I, oh, me too. That Seminole app, it was cool. It was very easy, very user friendly. Like, because I don't understand all the lingo for gambling. Like, plus one thirty, plus one forty, plus one fifty. I have no clue what any of that means. But when you go to pick it, it'll tell you if I put in ten bucks, this is what you win. User friendly, loved it. I was having fun. Of course, I was winning, but it, it was very simple, very easy, and it was very cool to do. Yeah. You know, you pick a game here, pick a game there, you win. Like literally, I was doing bets of like ten bucks, fifteen bucks, whatever. There was a couple wings game that I felt pretty really good about, and I hit those, and that that's where the well, you had the one game one night where you had bet you bet the wings to score first and the wings to win. Yeah, and you hit them both. Yeah, so it's I mean I got lucky, and I'm sure that luck turns hard. Oh, it does. It goes quick. it goes away fast, and then you, super. Fast. That's when you got to fight that urge to to yep. catch back up and win it back. But sure does. I, I was having a good time, but I was being very smart about it and then right when i was having a ball they pulled the plug i told myself twenty dollars a month yeah which is i put twenty dollars yeah. in and if i lost it all i had to wait till the next month to put it in yep and so. it's it does make watching the games a little more exciting oh, of course 
Um, it's just like fantasy football. You I, know what I mean? You'll you'll watch a pro football game that you normally wouldn't watch because you've got a running back in it. Especially the small bets, like scoring first. That's where it, it gets intense. Because I was, I remember watching that game when they scored. I was like, oh, it was it was really cool. But yeah, hopefully it comes back. I don't care who it, who has it. It'd be nice for FanDuel to come back because FanDuel has a lot of very cool extra boosts and stuff that they do through the McAfee show because they're now they're huge partners. Yep. Um, the Hard Rock doesn't have that, but it would be nice to at least have that choice. I kind of thought that's what, that's what I'm saying. Thought. I mean, I I thought that's what America was supposed to be about. That I had the opportunity to. <laughs> I make was a just going to say that's what Ryan would say. I thought this was America. You know, from South Park. Yes. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. So hopefully something happens this year because it would be nice to have that back. I agree. Um, that is literally all I have for this week. No sack. Oh, I got a sack. I just that that's okay. our usual op- weekly bullshit. Sack it is. Um, first thing. I just get right into this because I've been thinking about it all week. Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I, I I cannot remember an episode. One, and it wasn't even really a Boba Fett episode. It was a Mandalorian episode. But the Easter eggs and the just the little fan service tidbits they put in there were through the roof. Completely, it completely ruined the series for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck you. I'm not watching the Mandalorian. I'm watching Boba Fett. Okay, screen. Rant. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's. I wasn't expecting it. Oh, no, I don't think anybody was. I wasn't expecting an hour of Mandalorian. I get to finally say I called it because of the music they played at the end of the week before. When they said credits will buy you a lot of muscle, and then you heard the Mandalorian theme. I in no way... But you didn't think it was going to be a whole episode. I didn't expect a full-blown Mandalorian history of Mandalore episode. Like, it was... How great was the line when he says, this one's on the house? Awesome. Because, like, I'm just here to kick ass now. Yeah. It's... Uh, the episode from top to bottom and how they, at the very end, did weave it into the current storyline for Boba Fett and what's happening. It's now it's just a point of who else is going to show up. I, I'm hoping all of them show up, and then what they can do with that is lightly tease that into the Bo-Katan series. Um, I this series is awesome. It is good it's as really a Star good. Wars fan from long from way back, like all the guys our age are. This series has got everything. So so to divert from our sack just a second, Mike and I have been having a lot of fun on Facebook lately with Screen Rant. Yeah. Okay, and Screen Rant should be called Grumpy Old Grumpy Old Fuck is what it should be called. Well, Rant is in the title, so I guess it's fitting, but they are ridiculous. I Like, they fucking hate everything. Everything. They can't print a story about anything good. So every time they print, they print something, Mike responds mike makes a comment and then i respond like so he kicks him and then i bring in the steel toe and kick him harder yeah. um they last week they said that uh boba fett is the the series is ruining the mystique of boba fett you're ruining the mystique of what five minutes of screen time 25 years ago i yeah, literally i'm sorry you're giving me backstory on one of the most popular characters yeah yeah you're ruining it you stupid fucks the what was the other one that they said um Oh, son of a bitch! I can't. I can't. There's been so many yeah. I've lost track. And then, and then they had one last week where they talked about how uh, they they. This is ridiculous because we're not we're not watching the Mandalorian. Why are we watching so much Mandalorian? Why do yeah. you Why do you fucking care? Is it good? Shut up. What is Boba Fett? Here's yeah. Here's my here's my favorite one that I saw last week. The article was, "Wow, could Grogu be getting a present? 
Yeah, yes, yes, he could because he said make something for Grogu. Yeah, watch the fucking show before you write an article, you dumbass. Haters, what do you think it is? Haters gonna hate. Necklace, chain, um, armor, belt, armor of some sort, like chain, a little chest armor, chain like, mail or like, something, cha- like like Beskar chain mail, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Which I, however, how badass would it be? The shape of that thing that was wrapped, if it was a helmet. I don't be, think it was big enough. I, I don't think it was either. But the idea Plus of what him, she was making had links. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's chainmail. Um, but man, if he, if he dropped a little little helmet on him, that'd be awesome. That would be badass. But uh, the 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 show was it, it's. I feel like I've said it over and over again. It's yeah. just awesome for us fans. Yeah, if you if you're a Star Wars fan and you listen to us at all, you have to watch it because if you if you can put up with us, this is fucking significantly better than we are. Way better. Um, what was your thoughts on the dark comments? Loved it because it gave you history of it. It, it, it but now. What, but what she said, remember he remember when he was fighting, he's he's like it's getting heavy. It's fighting me. Right. What 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 do you? She didn't really go into why it was because the other the fat fat ass challenged him. Before they had a chance to discuss what was really going down, yeah, it's it's literally because they've and I've known about this a little bit because of just researching when I was watching uh, Rebels when this whole dark saber thing. That's how I found out about it was through that show. Um, it literally like you literally have to be linked up with it. Like it, you can't just you have to have a common goal. You can't have a pick. You just can't pick up this like you could a lightsaber and just fight like Finn did in um force awakens right. like that that's not this is totally different the very first person to get totally nerdy on this only because i've read up on it quite a bit the first mandalorian to use it which they referenced i just can't remember his name was a jedi and a mandalorian yes so there's significant use in the dark saber that you just can't pick it up and but you have to learn how to fight with it um and i thought that was cool how they went they touched on it the armor chick that ex- explained it pretty well. It was pretty cool, but um, there's so much that gets tied into that. Like to go even back farther in the show, in the animated show, when uh, Bo-Katan had it, but she was gifted it, and then the purge happened for Mandalore, and the whole planet was wiped out. Well, th- it's almost like if you don't win that in battle, it's cursed, and that was an example of the curse of it. There's so much lore behind it. I just think it's awesome, and hopefully they'll go into it even more. But I, I love it. I, so I just I, love it. I, I, I led you into a question there, and I researched it, and I think I... Well, found, don't be so fucking I, sneaky. I just come out with it. No, I wanted to see what you said, because you know you know more about this than I do. It's one of the few things, but... No, I'm kidding. No, that's so, fact. So the Darksaber was originally by the guy that you said, and you're right, I can't remember his name, he was a Jedi. <laughs> it was a cool lightsabers name, the are, picture's awesome. Lightsabers are powered by kyber crystals that are actually sentient. Which leads back to the Darth Vader story, right. where he had to go get his own and connect with it. God, I want to see that on film. So when the Mandalorian won the dark saber, he immediately tried to give it away, which is unacceptable because it has to be one in con, con in, in combat, right? Which did not make the dark saber happy. The second step was the fact that the dark saber purpose is to protect and serve Mandalore. Right. And the Mandalorian is not doing that right now. He's doing his own thing. Right. The third thing is, is that the Mandalorian is not a fucking Mandalorian. Yet. Which, correct, which was why they made the comment about, have you taken your helmet off? He's, so he's he, got, I'm sorry. He, dude just this, sat there and he was like, uh... This is making, and then he finds out he's got to go bathe in the lakes of Lake Minnetonka. Or yeah, whatever. 
the in the uh, obviously the springs at the Mandalore planet that were destroyed. So does he go back there? I think that's season three. It's going to be awesome. I think that's season three, and season three has to be something along the lines of him atoning and making one with the dark saber. It's awesome. It's there's so much history behind so, it that really good. It, yeah, really it's good. awesome. And there's so much of that stuff that man, I hope they do. And the, even just that little flashback of that's called the Night of a Thousand Tears when basically Mandalore gets blown up by the Empire. That was awesome, dude. The special effects right there, holy. <laughs> Fuck. It looked. It reminded me of Terminator. It did. Just with a lot more fire. Super dark and and bigger bigger balls of fire. And yeah. the K two S O robots were walking through, just fucking wasting people. It was pretty dark. There was a beheading in that episode for Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's walking around with blood soaked through the the bag. He walked up, just dropped that shit on the dinner table. Like, Man, that is here you go. Fuckers. Good for Disney for not you know making it G. All the time, like that I was agree. pretty dark episode. That was that was dark. But yeah, th- there's two left, and it's I'm super here, excited here for these comes. two. I mean, it's tomorrow morning. Yeah, I know. I may have to get up at six o'clock and just knock it out because if I not, I'll be having to listen to your texts all day. I got to be to work at five, so I'm still going to watch it before you. No, oh, <laughs> if it's out, I don't even know if it's. Re- it, if it that, really- I will fucking burn it I'm to the saying, ground. I don't know if it'll be released I that will early. Burn that shit to the ground. Could I'm be kidding. taking early lunch. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We got two left. Yep. I I expect big surprises, and one of the theories is that um, he goes back and gets Luke to teach him how to use the the dark saber. And I, if that happens, I I may just have a heart attack right there. I think that'd be sweet. He goes in. He goes in uh, because Luke's training see, Grogu. See Grogu, and Luke's there, and he says, "Hey, I got this problem. Can you help me out? How sweet would that be? Yeah, he'd be like, "Let me write a prescription and make a pill for that." Yeah, so I don't know. There's two episodes left. A lot, of, a lot of stuff could happen. P- pretty excited about it. And True. then to, to follow that up, Peacemaker just cons- continues to get to be more epic every single week. I laughed so fucking hard at the first 15 minutes of that episode last week. Rightfully so. And then at the end, laughed at the jokes that I missed in the first 15 minutes because you didn't realize it was a joke until you got to the end. I could not fucking stop laughing it was it was amazing it was um it was that that was i told you and i stand by it that's the best 45 minutes of tv i've watched in a long time it's a great show um james gunn is amazing at what he does i mean guardians was obviously incredible it's this show if you like suicide squad you absolutely have to be watching this series because cena is incredibly underrated. She said to him in that episode, and I don't care if I spoil anything for anybody or not. She been out said, for a week. She said to him, are you telling me that when you're in the gym, you just be looking at people's dicks? And he goes, yeah. What am I supposed to look at? A towel? <laughs> and so serious. <laughs> like, literally, like, he, like that is absolutely his genuine answer. And then saying that Superman's got a, a shit fetish? Yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, come on. <laughs> How is this show? I mean, it it's, is it's fantastic. It, it's got to get a second season. Now I'm. Oh, I, it, there's no way it's not already greenlit. You know, it's the number one watch show on streaming services. Now, aside from all that, the story's great, and it's, it's also so good. I'm really curious as to where it's going. Me too. Like, what are these butterflies, and why? Like, you saw in the the part of the episode, they're everywhere throughout the the entire planet. Yeah, like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. 
all the countries are just infested with them. So what's, yeah, where does it go? And it's exciting to watch every, every week. So, and it's funny as shit. It, it really is. It truly is a great series. You could, what did he say? You could have told it. You could have told a girl to run. He goes, I just, th- I just shot, a uh, an RPG with a grenade ta- or no, that's what I, me shooting was a pretty good indicator that you should run. Right. That's what he said. Yes. So fucking great. Yeah. So fucking great. And then he, what did he do? He taped a grenade to a tank round. Yes. An artillery round. Yes. And then he's like, I don't know. I just fucking made it up. <laughs> so he goes, I don't know. We'll see. Um, God damn. So fantastic. Funny. So funny. And then sticking with most epic things that are going on uh batman tickets are on sale february 10th um so well, yeah buy one right next to yours and i'll pay you february for it. february 10th t- the tickets for that uh yeah february 10th is when they get released so that's just a f- fun little heads up that i saw online the other day i'm like yep uh, that I'll comes be... out when the 23rd uh no it comes out march 4th march 4th I book... wow and their book they're selling them on the this movie's going to make mad money. Theaters, theaters need this movie's going to the, make. Theaters need these movies that are coming. I think it it may not make Spider Man money, but it ain't going to be far behind because this has been a very very um, anticipated movie, and it'll, I think I think it's going to make do a well. couple hundred thousand. Yeah, and don't forget, make sure you take a piss beforehand because this movie is two hours and fifty five minutes long, and I'm here for all of it. And I do love the comments that Matt that. When I saw this interview with Matt Reeves and the comment that he made, he goes, I'm not doing an origin story because it's been overdone. Thank you. Thank you. We know how Spider-Man gets his powers. We know how Batman, what happens to Batman. We know what? Superman. All the origin stories have been done. What happens to Batman? I mean, surprise. I don't want to spoil it. You'll, oh, you'll shit. Go, Google it. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's it, it, the, the origin stories have been done and done to death. Pardon the pun, but uh, <laughs> it takes place. He, he's in year two of being Batman, so it's he's still younger and. It's supposed to be a combination of obviously the, pretty angry. It's supposed to be a combination of the year one storyline, yep, and then the long Halloween storyline. Yes, which is a. I, I know the book is pretty long, so I I had let you read it too. Mm-hmm. But the uh, animated movie of that is two parts, and that's on HBO Max as well. Very well done. As all of DC movies, animated movies are. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, James Gunn has announced that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three will be his finale in the MCU. We'll see. I think he's pissed at Marvel. I think I think he's pissed at Disney for the firing thing, and I think that he's gone over to Warner Brothers and he's found that he's got um, free reign. Yeah. And you know what? Let's be honest. He would never get to make the Suicide Squad movie at Disney. Hell no. And I think that that's, Disney would never let that happen. That, exactly. Not for, excuse Marvel. Disney exactly. would never let that happen. And I think I think that he I think he's enjoying himself. They've also announced that they all have greenlit another spin-off. Yep. I sent you that link from the Suicide Squad another show. Yep. Um I don't know who the fuck it could be at this point, but The rumor is Ratcatcher, which Eh. It does. Hey, look, you're not going to top Peacemaker. I liked her, but I don't know that. She, I don't know that she's got the. I don't know. You know, what should have been Rick Flag. Yeah. Uh, here's a hot take. James Gunn is better suited for DC than he is for Marvel. I agree. Hundred percent. I agree. Because of what we just said, Warner Brothers saying, "Hey, 
we want you to do this. Go make your movie. Oh, you need it rated R? No problem. I agree. Because we got a home for it, and uh, people are going to want to see it. Yeah. And people did see Suicide Squad. It yeah, did, did well. Clearly, with the success of Peacemaker, there's an audience for it. Yeah, I agree. So, 100%. All right. Uh, that, that's, that's it for this week. Not too much going on. Okay. Well, we'll just do our list. Yeah. This was a... Uh, this I, list was fucking brutal for me. Absolutely brutal. I knew it would be. Um, I hate using the term music snob, but you are a music guy through and through. And have I mean, just look at all the fucking Funko Pops you have. Music is your deal. I'm more casual. Like, hey, I, I love that song. I'll listen to it a hundred times on the road, and then I'll listen to it again when I'm in the gym. But um, I knew this would be tough for you. I had a couple extra ones, but I... Oh, I've got... I knew yours would be a lot harder than it was for me. My short list? 37. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured. I'm venturing that three of mine, you didn't even know they were covers. Probably, because I don't know music like you do. Most people most people don't know their covers. Two of them are obvious covers, but... Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you want to go first? So basically... Okay, so this is... Let me give you my criteria, because uh, I dissected the shit out of this. Okay, okay, and then I'll give you mine. So the top five list is cover songs that are better than the original. Correct. Okay, so I I kind of have a problem with covers. And the reason that I have a problem with covers is I think that when you do something like that, it's great to do that as a tribute to another artist. Like, you know, you, you take their song and you're like, hey, we really like what you did here. I think it's shitty, and it happened a lot in the 80s and the 90s, that One Hit Wonders would do somebody else's song and that was it. Write your own shit and be famous before you do the tribute, right? right? So I kind of ruled those out. I also, when you do a cover... Can you give me an example? Uh... Yes. Only because I can't think um, of any off the top of my head. Black Magic Woman. Who did that? Santana. It's originally Fleetwood Mac. Really? Yes. Now, did not know that. Now, I'm not shitting on Santana. I like Santana's but version better. But that's the better. version you always hear on the radio. That's correct. <laughs> because Santana released it as a single. Okay. Whereas Fleetwood Mac didn't really release it as a single. But that's kind of a bad... Um, no, no, it's a perfectly good example. It's, it's, it's a bad example. But uh, it, to me, when I listened to Fleetwood Mac's Black Magic Woman, and then I listened to Santana's Black Magic Woman. They're different, but not a lot different. You know why Santana's is a lot better? More popular. Because of Santana. Right. The guitar. Yeah. Now, Fleetwood Mac's a great, Mick Fleetwood's a great guitar player, but Santana goes to another level on that song. So to me, I marked that off because they didn't do something to elevate that song. They just said, hey, play the same music, the same chords, I'm going to sing the notes. Another example is Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Okay. Love that song. It's one of my favorite Phil Collins songs. Mariah Carey does a cover of it, and she absolutely fucking crushes it. Right, because she is a better singer than Phil Collins. Her voice, her voice is and ridiculous, range, yeah. But the music is exactly the same. So all you did was take his song and sing it. All right. To me, that's not like that. Doesn't is it better than the original? Technically, yes. But all you did was all steal right. his shit. Fair enough. Mine was, and again, there may be music fans listening that that are like you. By no means, because it's on my list, am I shitting on the original. Oh, same here. Mine is, and the, this list idea all originated from Spotify, because I heard a song pop up, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't even know this existed, but it's pretty damn good. And then it just went from there, but if the if given the choice of the two, the one on my list is the one I would listen to first. Fair enough. Pretty much cut and dry. Oh, 
Because with me, shit doesn't run really deep. For me, that is absolutely the case. All right. So I would I would listen to it first. Good enough. Um, since you have so many, I've got two honorable mentions that I just had to throw in there because today, while working, they come like, oh shit, how did I forget about this one? One is Whiskey in the Jar by Metallica. Okay. That's on my short list. Fucking great. The, even though it's better to me, um, it's better because to me of the to me of the technology and because of the guitar oh, being better, right? It's Metallica, but, for God's sake. But they basically to me, it's if you listen to the Thin Lizzy version and Metallica version, it's the same song. Metallica just plays it better, right? And then the second one is I guarantee he's not on your list is Bad Company by Five Finger Death Punch. That one is also on my gym playlist because it's just awesome. It was on my short list. In that guitar, it it's just. It's awesome. That it's. It was on my short list because the heavier um, stuff. It's what they do with the drums and then the beat in that to me changes it up. It's a completely different song. Yep. Uh, it's a good one. So that's. I just had to throw those two out there. Yeah. Because okay. I like them so much, and I just I had I had to mention them. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Should I? You want me to throw a couple mine out, or you want me to just wait till the end? Yeah, throw a couple out. Okay. Um. Short episode. Good enough. Girls just want to have fun. By Cindy Lauper. Is a remake? It's a cover. No idea. Robert Hazard in 1979. Well, there you go. The original is just fucking awful. I was six. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> I don't think it ever got released. I, I wasn't even aware oh, that it got go. released. Um, this one really should have made my top five, but it didn't. Georgia on My Mind by Ray Charles. Okay. That's a kind That's of old timey song. It, right? it is, and he just elevates that song. There is no other version of that song I want to hear That's after listening Charles. to his. Absolutely, but it's just just the the right. just the or- orchestral blah 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 blah. And um, another good example. Yeah, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Yeah, I love the John Lee Hooker version, but Thoroughgood, come on, because of the story Dude, he tells. Just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, this one because she elevated it. With her voice and the music. I love the original by Dolly Parton. I will always love you. Okay. But it's a country song. Right. And when Whitney did it, I, she blew the doors it's off. It's Whitney. We, she, yeah, she blew the doors off of it. It's Whitney, bitch. Yep. It's Whitney, bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go then. My number five is Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You by Led Zeppelin. Who did it first? Joan Baez. No clue. And it's not good. And it's not good. She is super talented and had a great voice. Mm-hmm. But when you hear her version and then you listen to Led Zeppelin's version, it is literally a different song. And that song is one of my favorite Zeppelin songs on top of that. Really? Yeah, I love it. All right. I just, I just, I don't know why. Nobody's fault but mine is one of mine. So Joan Baez, oh, that's fucking amazing. It's fu- I'm just talking Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah, and believe it or not, about, I don't know how you can fact check to check this, Brock. I'm going to bet that 30 to 40% of Led Zeppelin songs are somebody else's songs. He'll find a way. Da- Days and Confused is one. That's um, a pretty heavy percentage. It's, dude, they stole a lot. I read their book, and they, they stole a lot. They just flat out admitted it? They didn't admit it, but it's been, it's been proven okay. that they... I mean, because other people that have actually recorded the songs, they just took them and did them differently and threw it on the album. But, and I've had this talk with Vinny before, to be fair... That era and the type of music they played was straight up blues. Right. And everybody's did the old blues anthems to death. The Yardbirds mm-hmm. clapped and they all did them. So, well, gotcha. Clapton was in the Yardbirds. So, right. Okay. Fair. Uh, Joan Baez did it in 62. Babe, I'm going to leave. Uh, Zeppelin did it in 69. I had no idea. 
Uh, my number five, strong number five, is Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. Very nice. I There was one point where... I can't remember what album that is, but I would listen to that whole Electric Jimi Hendrix Lady. all just constantly straight through. It's on, I think it was released on Electric Lady. It's either Electric Lady or Electric Lady Land, and that was 1968. Probably uh, one my favorite Jimi Hendrix song is Red House. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Come on. All day. My, my, my favorite Jimi Hendrix song is probably Voodoo Child. But yeah, Black Hawk Down. Now, see, I didn't include this on there. Black Hawk Down's a good one. I didn't include this on there, but Stevie Ray Vaughan's version of Voodoo Child. The is use of that song in Black Hawk Down was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It was absolutely yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan's version of Voodoo Child is better than Jimi Hendrix's because Jimmy H- Stevie Ray Vaughan had a better band, but it was just something that he did live at Carnegie Hall. It was never a release, so I didn't. Yeah. I didn't count it. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, Dylan did that in '67. All right. Good enough. And believe it or not, well, we'll get to it. All right, so my number four is um, All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. Shut up. Are you <laughs> yeah. serious? Yeah. I'm kind of kind of proud of myself for um, picking something you picked. Dylan recorded it in 67 and released it as a single in 68. Jimi Hendrix recorded it for his album like three months after and released it. So he actually, actually released it before Bob Dylan released it as a single, but he released it as a single because it, it, it was really weird because when I was researching the dates, I'm like, holy shit. Bob Dylan's version's good, but you got to like that style of music. Fair. Okay? He, and, 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 and I can't make fun of his singing on that on that song because he doesn't... But, dude, the harmonica on that song is like... Whew. One of my two most hated singers of all time. Who's the other one? Neil Young? Yes. <laughs> He should pull his music off Spotify for I, me saying I, that. I wish he would pull his music off of Spotify. I'm going to say I'd this. I'd like to write the cocksucker a letter and tell him thank you. I'm going to say this, even though Spotify butchers our episodes every single every single week and cuts them off halfway. But, I I mean, Neil Young sucks. Bob Dylan, trash. He has a, he has a couple songs that I like that I would listen to. But, I mean, if you wanted to... We didn't even talk about that. We'll hit it real quick. I like how you're you're bitching about somebody having free speech by using your right to free speech. Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Piss off, old man. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, my number four is Turn the Page by Metallica, the original version oh, of Bob that's, Seger. That's a good one. And again, love Bob Seger's version, but that Metallica version just hits different. Yeah, it's good. It is awesome. That's a good album that they did, that Garage album Days. Of, the covers. Yeah, it was really, really solid. Yep. Yeah, that whole uh, I think it's called Garage Days. It was like a box set came out. It was a two. It was a two. two yeah, CD. It, it, I think is, is it called Garage Days or Garage Inc. Garage Days, and it also had a um, there was VHS in there. It was a pretty. My brother in law had it way back when it came out. I remember it was just. I think it was a two CD set. Uh, it was awesome. I think that's where I first heard Bread Fan too, which is probably one of my favorite Metallica songs. That one's awesome too but yeah that was a that was a b-side on a single it wasn't on an album it was a b-side easy yeah. to think to th- but when yeah. you're at that level you can have b-sides that are you know smashes on anybody else's album i i hate to do this i don't i, I don't want to derail the show breaking news oh no Ex-Miami coach Brian Flores is suing the nfl miami dolphins new york giants and denver broncos for alleged racism and hiring practices because he didn't get hired well, no, he got he was a head coach of Miami. He got fired. So he 
But I guess because he didn't get interviews and oh, the Rooney rule. Here we go. Okay. Unreal. Who's going to hire him now? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Nobody. In his defense, he did win his last eight games in Miami <laughs> and then got fired. Eight but of, eight of nine. I think that was a personality issue between him and the GM or oh, anything. They did not get along at all. They hated each other, but yeah, not what did So the bag. album was called the album was called Garage Inc. Okay, I was wrong. And it had as usual. That's all right. It had free speech, it's electric, cadaver, turn the page, die die, my darling, which is a good that's one. That's another good one. That's a great one. Whiskey in the jar, Tuesday's gone is a very good cover as yep. well. The more I see the small hours, uh, Am I Evil and Bread Fan? Yep. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's like eight more on there I didn't mention, but that was a great album because it was all covers. Bread Fan is an absolute run through a wall song. Yes, it is. Um, so yeah, that was my number four. All right. Now, as I as I read these, these are not the order that I like them the best. Sure. I think they're the order I rank them on how I how much they improved upon the cover, the, okay. or, the original that much. Uh, my number three is I Shot the Sheriff by Clapton. Really, his his version to me, I don't care for reggae. I just oh, never have. I love Bob. I, I like Bob too, but Clapton took that song over the fucking top when he did it. And even though I always liked it, I did not realize how incredible that song is by him until I saw him a couple yeah. months ago. It was unbelievable. Um, Clapton in '88, Bob Marley in '73. The other thing that I found out, um, did you know that Cocaine was a cover? No, didn't. Makes sense though. Cocaine was, uh, oh shit, I got it right here. J.J. Kale. And I listened to it, and it's almost note for note, except Clapton singing and then absolutely destroying the guitar solo. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, My number three, absolute masterpiece, in my opinion, is Disturbed Sound of Silence. Nice. That dude's voice, I don't know how he does it. He reminds me of Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone mm-hmm. Sour. To go from opening the portals of hell to singing that song the way he does, killing it, and it's awesome. I, I mean, who did the original? Simon and Garfunkel. The, yeah, the, 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 the two guys, um, <laughs> Stadler and Waldorf. <laughs> when I heard that version, and I liked Disturbed before, Down With The Sickness, come, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was awesome. When I heard that, I was like, Oh shit! This dude can sing. Oh yeah, me too. It's incredible. Yeah, I heard. I heard that too. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, so that that, that even Amy, we it came out in the car one day, and Amy was like, "Who's this?" I'm like, yeah, it's disturbed. You know the, ah, ah, ah. you know, you know the monkey guy. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Um, now, about the only song I don't like listening to, but by them is "Stupefy." I don't know why I don't like because it got played over uh, and it, over. So fucking it does much. what the radio does. Yeah, that's why I like Spotify. Sounds of Silence is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's just it's just an awesome remake cover of whatever you want to call it. Um. Okay. Nice. Good pick. My number two is Sounds of Silence by Disturbed. Fuck off. Are you serious? Right there. <laughs> and you're shitting on it. <laughs> it's your next well, one. Well, I had to keep people in the dark. I never would have imagined I'd have two of the same songs that you have. Do you know why I put that song where I put it? Because when you listen to the Sounds of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel, which I like, I, I don't, I don't dislike Simon and Garfunkel. It's it's a different type of music. Right. 1965, they released that. So, when you listen to them, it's it's this, it's kind of a haunting song, but it's not. They've got the melodies and the nice light guitar. This guy physically takes this song and depresses you with it's it. About suicide. And then brings you at when he when he hits those notes in the second chorus. 
He, they absolutely destroyed it, and they destroyed it by doing less. Right. It, I. It's, and that guy's voice is the difference. Yes, I agree. It's, I mean, the range to go from, like I said, the the growl, almost growl that he has, but it's not like it's horrible. It's it's good. It's just he's just got a strong voice. He, he reminds does. me of the guy from Godsmack. Oh, it's it's a small Sully. Sully. It's it's a voice that feels like it could knock down a brick wall. Oh yeah. But then when he sings the high part of it, you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's good. And a lot of these guys are. You just don't know that because you hear certain songs. Like when you hear Slipknot, like everyone's, oh, he's just yelling, he's just screaming. No, listen to Stone Sour. That dude can fucking sing too. How how are into disturbed are you? Casual. Casual. Do you? It, I don't have uh, like all their discs downloaded or nothing like that. Do you know their other covers that they've done? No, but I'll probably check them out now. They've done Shout by Tears for Fears. Really? Shout. It's on the first album. Okay. It's called Shout 2000, and they did Land of Confusion by Genesis. Yes, that and was... they are both fucking good. I listened to that one today. In fact, I probably should have wrote that one down, but I didn't want to get overloaded on them. Again... They do a good job, but I... I know. Because, because it's me, they're not going to do better than the Genesis version, because that's... But it's so fucking good. To me, it's 1A, 1B. I, I, because can, I, I can agree with that. I could listen to either of them and love it because I, I agree played the shit out of that whole cassette when I yeah. was a kid. The Shout Shout was one of my favorite songs from the 80s. He's got I, a very I unique loved voice. It. And, and with them doing it, it was because it's heavy. It's fucking sweet. They are a very, he, I, they, he is, has a very unique voice. When you hear it, you know who it is. Just like Godsmack. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> So is it my turn? No, I just went because I said my yeah, number but, two. Yeah, but go ahead. Well, who's your number? You're next. Well, I know because we had the same one. Um, oh, that's all right. I mean, it was my number two. We're right. good. We still talked about it. My number two is In the Air Tonight by Nonpoint. Ugh, no way. Yep. Gonna, I got to disagree Absolutely. with you on that one. No, it, and I knew you would. It's not as good as the original. And th- again, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying I prefer that one over the other one. And I have Phil Collins' version on here too. Love them both. But that one... It's again. I like the heavier stuff, and to me, that version of it is awesome. I like it. It's good. It is heavier. It's too short. They didn't do enough to change it. They rushed through it. It's just like, like I said, we did it. We put heavier drums, and then, but we just did redid the same song. But it was also like used it. in the Miami Vice movie. Yep. In the scene that they used it for, it was good. Was it, that was the warehouse scene, right? Just like all along the Watchtower, or no Voodoo Child and Black and Black Hawk Down. Yeah, that's the one thing I remember from that whole movie. The tension between that whole drug deal and that song in the background, I fucking loved it. Yeah, that's fair. But yes, the other one, the the original classic. Not shitting on that in any know, way whatsoever. I know you're not. I know you're not. I I again, when we did it, I was ones that I I think are better. Phil and Collins even, is a living legend. Even though I respect the non-point version, because I kind of like non-point. They've got some yeah. good stuff. I I could never say that in. No one will ever do that to where I like it. Better I couldn't than his. name another song by them. <laughs> But, oh. that, but that one, yeah, absolutely. I actually saw them live. They were on the Thunder Alley stage before Lightning Game. Me really? and everybody went one night, and they were out there playing. They were that pretty good. That would be sweet. Yeah, they are pretty good. That's awesome. All right, my number one, you will have never... First of all, you never would have known this was a cover. Okay. Number one. Number two, you never would have thought it would have resonated with me the way it did. Okay. But it's Respect by Aretha Franklin. Didn't know? Wow. Otis Redding sang it in 1965. Had no idea. And when you listen to it, it's a pretty good song. But it does not compare to what they did. They changed the guitar lick. They changed the backup singers. Um, 
he's talking about how she needs to give him respect because he treats her good, and then she takes it and turns around and makes it like a a fucking female dude. And respect, it's a good song. It's a it's a it's a fucking jam. Hundred percent. Right? It's, it's in the a, Blues Brothers. I couldn't believe that it was a cover. I was shocked. <laughs> without your full fried chickens, without yep. your dry white toast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. Um, my number one was it, like the number one that I have spurned this whole list instantly. Instantly, like th- this would be a good list, and it's Chris Cornell's Patience. Of the of the GNR song, yes. You want to know one that he's got that's on? Not to go talk about it. Talk about it. Hundred times better than Guns N' Roses versions of it, uh, and that's because Chris Chris Cornell's voice can sing. Oh yeah. Oh Chris my God. It, it's that whole version. He ta- it's his his passing was underplayed because he's a fucking legend, a goddamn legend. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I've listened to Temple of the Dog. Because Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell together. Oh yeah, come on, it's it's, it's good. Um, that version of that song, um, I also I have in my. It was one of like I don't know if you noticed Spotify last year, in or last month in January they took like all the songs that you listen to the most. Oh yeah, your your list. They call it a rap, a, a your, like your, a your, WRAP, a, a rap yeah. list of your entire 2021. I'll send you my link. That song was in my top ten. Nice. Yeah. So that one is got heavy play so um one of the ones that's on my list is the song nothing compares to you Mm -hmm. you know who sang that right Sinead you know who sang it originally no clue but I know it was a remake Prince do you know who has a cover of it that's right do you know who has a cover of it who Chris Cornell and it is fucking breathtaking everything he does is breathtaking it's on it's on my list Uh, it it crushed it he just and it was kind of an acoustic version and the bass was a string bass, and it was fucking incredible. Yeah, it was. Uh, his voice is absolutely legendary. So on my list, real quick, I have uh, "Blinded by the Light." Blinded by oh, the wrapped light. up like a douche. Yeah, wrapped up like a douche. Uh, that was originally done by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was not not good. I have. Uh, it was, uh, not good. Yeah, it's not. You listen to it; it's horrible. Um, you really got me by Van Halen. Yeah. Love it. Um, and then the others we talked about. But here's one that everybody listening to needs to listen to this. And you need to listen to both versions. And I did not even know that this was a thing until yesterday. I will do it on my and way I, home. And I stumbled across it. It's a song called Hurt. Oh, Johnny Cash and Trent Reznor. Hey, look at me. Look at me knowing shit. Didn't even know. Now. I did. I, I didn't. Really? Um, yeah. I knew the song. By Johnny Cash. I did not realize it was a, a Nine Inch Nail song. Yeah. Now, but what I want you to do is I want you to watch the Johnny Cash video. Did Do you know when he recorded that song? Yeah, he was sick as fuck. Right before he died. Yeah. Do you know that his wife died like three months before he did? That's fucked up. June Carter Cash died of heart of uh, during heart surgery. It makes that song even more eerie when you know that he died like very soon after that That's he, right. he recorded it. That's why I'm telling you, you have to watch the video. Because you will watch this and go, wow. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's his fucking, um, oh, what's the thing they do at a, at a funeral? The, when you get up and talk? Um, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I just, <laughs> there, you know, the, there, you, there you go, Brock. The opening credits. Yeah. The- <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Closing credits. Yeah, it's not a soliloquy or it's a, uh, the, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
God damn, not the obituary. Hey, hey, you know the thing. You yeah. know, you know, for the guy a- after the thing, he's singing it, and there's a scene in it where she's watching him sing it. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking, crazy, heartbreaking. It's, yeah, I, yes, I honestly did know that story. He also does a version of Rusty Cage from Alice in Chains. I think I've heard of that. He did an album in like 98 or 97 where he did rock songs and made them country, and no. it was the, the number one country album that year. Nobody else could have pulled that off. No. Johnny Cage is a fucking master. Johnny He's Cage? Black. From Mortal Kombat? Yes, Johnny Cage. Yes. Johnny Cash. Hey, fuck you, and fuck you, and fuck Neil Young. Hey, speaking of that, to, to circle back to the bag, Mortal Kombat 2 is happening yes. for HBO Max. Yeah. I could not be more thrilled. Yeah. I, I Let's hope that they expand upon it and make it... Let's, let's, I just don't want them to do what they did the last time. They put the tease in there f- of course for the final did. movie. Like In the second movie, they need to have the tournament. Oh, yeah. I I like the fact they didn't have the tournament in the first one, but it was mentioned, and it was kind of like a backstory story, if you, I guess. Yes. Or like an underlying story that the tournament was known about and talked about. But I, I enjoyed the shit. We saw that out in Fort Hood with Dylan, and we both loved it. I liked it. Amy sat through it. But me and Dylan loved yeah, it. I liked it. I, it was fun. I would watch it again. I didn't watch it again since because it went off for a while. But I think it's, it's back. It now. is back yeah. now. Yeah, because that's I keep scrolling past that when Peacemakers. I'm like, God, I got to rewatch that. So me, um, me making my commitment. I forgot to talk about this in the sack. My commitment to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. All right. I finished. What if? It's very nice of you. Yeah. Hey. Well, you know, they, some of them deserve it. <laughs> some. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not you, Ryan. I. Yeah. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Ryan. Every time I open my fridge and I have that I hate Ryan sticker, <laughs> I laugh every time. I need to get I meant to get one from Phil and I I, de- I never got one. Maybe maybe if you see him he can give you one when you're up there. When I'm up there, I'll see what I if can do. If he's got extras. Okay, so oh, I I'm sure he has plenty of extras. I finished what if? Okay. And I liked it. So good. It was very good. It was very good. My favorite episode is still what if Star-Lord or what if T'Challa was Star-Lord. Yeah, just, I can just, see that. Just because it was funny and it was cool. Um I also watched Army of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. You, we we texted about it a little bit here and there. I didn't expect you to like it. Um, I just I thought you would mildly enjoy it. You know what? It, uh, Go ahead. I'm disappointed. Yep. But I'm not disappointed because of why you think I'm disappointed. It was a good movie. It was a little too took a little long to get going. It but did. but I get it. I there was there was some setup there. The little things. That they do in movies sometimes, and I know that they do it because that's what they do in movies, but right. there's just little things that I'm sitting there going, no, for instance, and I'm not spoiling it, it's been out for what, six months now? Yeah, uh, longer than that. Okay. Batista goes back into the hotel to get his daughter and the girl at the very end, the helicopter's sitting on the roof. Yep. Okay, he goes down, he rescues her. He blows the fucking zombie up with a, with a, with a grenade. Dude, I just felt the heartbreak all over again. He grabs her, he runs up, and Tignataro's not there. And he's like, ah, oh, she fucking left, she left, ah. Oh. Knowing the whole time she's coming back. Okay, you know that. Okay, so don't play that game. Just put the fuck, just leave the helicopter. Yeah, but for a brief second, you're like, oh, know, shit. No, I knew she was coming back I the did, entire time. I did, because I have a habit of putting myself in that situation, because to me it makes it a little more real. Like, what's your next move? Yeah. Like, if that happens, what do you do next? Right. I do that all the time in movies. Right. But you know she's going to be there because they're not going to kill Dave Batista with the bomb, right? Or are they? No, they're not. You knew they... 
I knew I I felt like he was going to die, right? Because he kept making those comments about you know what my food truck's going to be. That to me is just foreshadowing. So he comes back up and the helicopter's not there, and you're like, okay, you know what was the movie? I had to oh, Back to the Future, like the first time you really saw it happen. He's like, oh, I couldn't stay on the roof, Marty. It was getting it was getting weak. Remember? Right. So the helicopter comes back and she lands, and they're like, oh, that's great. Wow. Hey. Thanks for coming back. 15 fucking minutes later, with a nuke incoming, they're still standing there running their their fucking suck holes. Get on the fucking helicopter and get the fuck out because it just got you all killed. Oh, yeah. I mean, except for one. Yeah. That pissed me off. The second one, the second thing that pissed me off was when they realize the nuke is coming 24 hours early. They're down by the the, the vault. Dick move. They're down by the way. It was probably Biden. They're down by the. Tomorrow. <laughs> it was down. It was down. They're down by the fucking. Uh, it's more of a Putin move. The vault. Fair enough. It, it, that, that that is a straight Russian yeah. move. And they're like, we've got ninety minutes. How long is going to take? Thirty minutes. You got it. He cracks it open, and they're like, oh my god, how are we going to get all this stuff in these bags up to the helicopter? You know what we should do? We should walk into the vault and we should spend some time making it rain. Fuck you. Again, if it's me and I walk into your room with the, all of that money, I'm probably doing that. Just because all that money. Stupid little stupid little things like that took me out of it. I'm just more forgiving than you are. I understand why they did it. They're building the suspense. Uh, great action. Uh, no problem with the acting. No problem with the dialogue. No problem with the story. Except you went, in my opinion, just a little bit too far with the zombies. Zack Snyder. Just a little bit. Now, here's my question to you. Okay, and this and I'm ready. This is the loophole that I found in this movie. And I, okay, whatever. I know that you had to have it to make it happen. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, they're transporting King 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 uh, Ground Zero. Yeah, King 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 Dingling. Right. All right. He comes out, fucking wrecks him, takes off to Vegas. Right. Any zombie he bites becomes one of the fast zombies. Right. Where did the slow zombies come from? Um. Short bus. <laughs> I mean, not everybody's got perfect right. genetics. Yeah, I'm not buying that answer. Not that, everybody's got fast genetics. It's it's a stupid my rules universe okay. thing. I get it. I was okay with it because it made the movie better. Let me twist that rule back at you. Okay. If you have the same, I hate using this word, strain, and it stays around longer, the strain gets weaker. the The more that gets spread out, like through the hundredth person that person bites. It may not be as strong. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. You're, you're just. I am way more forgiving in you movies are literally because just one at curveballs. Because for one, <laughs> if I'm watching call the movie The Army of the Dead and it's a Zack Snyder zombie movie, honestly, everything's on the table. Hey, I'm not. I, I I'm not shitting. I'm just saying. I that, know. And and the. But when you look for shit like that, it baby. takes away from the movie. But I don't look for it. It just comes to me. Okay. It it just hits. Fair me. enough. Like, come on, dude. You're about to get fucking blown. Now, see me. Me, if if that's me, I am waiting. I'm going down into the fucking vault. When I find out that I've got 90 minutes, I'm going down into the vault. I'm locking that motherfucker. I'm letting the nuke come, and then I'm doing exactly what the black guy did at the end. Smart move, too. I, I'm walking out with the fucking, I'm yep. walking out with the bags. Because in that vault, you would think your chances of surviving are better in that vault. Oh, of course they are. Than up anywhere else. Of course they within are. Within a 30-mile radius. Or more. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, so, I'm not really school in nuke range. But if you like zombie movies and action movies and you haven't seen this, now that I've ruined it for you, 
okay. double down on that. There is a it's good. 30 minute behind the scenes video on Netflix of the making of it. It's fantastic. I bet like, it is. You go into like that's how they did that. Like the city. They literally took drones and video of the entire Vegas strip mm-hmm. and built it from the ground up only so they could d- destroy it for that's the badass. visuals in in the movie. Oh, by the way, that dude got fucked up by that tiger. <laughs> How awesome was that? That was the best part of the movie. Zombie Tiger. That was the coolest scene of the movie. I it's I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yes, it is long. Amy fell asleep about halfway through. I enjoyed it. I, I, I do think that for a two and a half hour movie that had that many zombies, we could have had a little bit more action. Personally. But I I, I can't complain. I love the thinking zombies though. Yeah. It, was... it brings it adds a whole new level of fear, of legitimate danger. Yeah. Like Walking Dead. Yeah, if you're dumb enough to get bit on the ankle like Herschel in an open field when all these things do is stumble and groan, that's on you, old man. But with these... Yeah, but that's why I stopped watching Walking Dead because of the ninja zombies. I mean, don't be slow and dumb. Come on. Um, The thinking zombie, the communication between them, like, oh, okay, now this shit... Dude, they had an arrangement... Like the the person that went in, I I've literally I haven't even rewatched it yet, so I'm just going off memory from when I watched it before Halloween. Yep. They had an agreement of where to go, and they could or couldn't, and of course, like people do, we fucked it up, totally fucked it up. Yeah, the greedy guy. Oh, it, there's always one greedy guy, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have a greedy guy in every heist movie. There's a greedy guy. But but again, the second that he's like my my guy's going. The second he said that, I knew that he was the guy that was going to fuck it up for everybody. Uh, absolutely. And and I, I don't know if I should be okay with that or if it should upset you me. You know why you should be? Because in real life, there would be that guy. Yeah. That was, is 100% and real. And if I was Batista, I'd have been like, no, he's not going. No, he's not. He's, you're out. Because I knew for a fact that he was able to fly a helicopter mm-hmm. and that he was going to double cross every one of them. Yeah, it was... Um, Am I to assume that everybody died except his daughter? I believe so. Okay, so the I woman. So. so the woman that they went back down to get, she ended up dying in the helicopter crash too. I'm guessing. I again, I, never, I didn't see her. You saw Nataro, and I, I guess she was dead. I was watching it on my phone at work, so oh I, shit, I really? missed a little bit. I'll probably watch it on the TV, but I need to if, rewatch it if I keep Netflix. Cocksuckers want twenty dollars a month now. I gotta log in for you because we get it free. I figured. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start. Well, no, no. Allegedly, we, we would never share. We would, we would never ne- do yeah. that. We we pay exactly what we're supposed it's to. Against pay. the rules, Greg. Yeah, it's against, against the rules. The rules. Um, there is a prequel movie called Army of Thieves that's all about this Dieter. Yeah, the the safe cracking guy. That's on, that's on the list. I need to watch that. I think it takes place right before the outbreak. It's not a central part of the movie. I I remember reading that, but I do want to watch that because I thought his character was pretty good. Yeah, he was cool. He was and good. I am a sucker for anything. It's a heist movie. Yeah. I have. Um, uh, I'm going to watch Inglorious Bastards next, oh, so I need to. I need to figure out how I can get stars, um, and then after that, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Den of Thieves because oh, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about how movie. good it is. It's my favorite heist movie, Den of Thieves. Manzukas can't stop talking about it. It's so fucking good. It's um, Gerard Butler. Yep. Is I don't want to say dirty, but off the rails kind of. Awesome cop, but just it's like special they, they, forces. They go and do something for themselves. They do their own shit, yes. their own way. The government's but fucked them over, and, and it's not kind of like they're um, it's understood like they go after the worst, so they get more leeway than most. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's not like they're 
um, uh, what do you call it? Vigilantes or anything like that. They're legitimate cops, but it's a special unit. And the the group of the actual thieves are just as bad. It's a very good kind of a one-two punch movie um, with some great scenes. 50 Cent is incredible in it. It's... I, I love heist movies in general, but it's definitely worth watching. All right. For sure. One last thing. What? Let's go do the, the fact check department. Oh, do Corrections we have, department do we from, have Brock? Yep, we sure do. Right on, Brock. I'll take care of it. I got it right here. Right on. So episode 135, Mike and Greg, Joe fucking Burrow. <laughs> here are your facts for this week. Number one, the Packers are indeed $50 million over the salary cap. Number two, the 2021 salary cap was one or NFL salary cap was 182.5 million in 2022. It'll be 208.2 million. The top five quarterback salaries are Mahomes at 45 million, Allen at 43 million, Prescott at 40 million, Watson at 39 million, Wilson at 35 million. So I was pretty close with that one, which would mean an average for the franchise tag of 40.4 million. Not bad. Uh, I think he means the first. I'm not sure what he says here. It says the first COD came out September 14th, 2004. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call Thank of Duty. you. The first 2004, not not 2003. Not well, cash on delivery. I was off. <laughs> I was off by a year for something that was 19 years old. That's Pretty not impressive. too fucking bad. Pretty impressive. I'll take it. I'll take it. But thank you, Brock. Uh, it says uh, I can't find the 2021 numbers yet. But in 2020, Fortnite had we said one billion. What do you think the actual number was? billion in revenue. $5.1 billion in revenue that people are buying that do nothing for you in the game except the way you look. Kids, man. They know their audience. Number six, from what I can find, it does not appear that Blizzard ever developed one of the Arkham games. I think they were Rocksteady. I know Rocksteady. Rockstar. Rockstar um, has done numerous. They they may have done them all. Uh, They're all great games, so it makes sense. Last one. As of December, the PS5 has sold 5.44 million units more than the Xbox Series X. The PS5 has sold 15.28 million, and uh, the uh, Xbox has sold 9.84 million. That is significantly closer than I thought it was. Imagine what they'd have sold if they had the supply. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy to think. Thank you, Brock. And people are still struggling to find them. All right. I think at this point, if you wanted one, you can get one. Yeah, you just have to be. you, You have to pay attention online you have to be a little more diligent about it but it's not not, as hard as when you got it no no they're still not carrying them in the stores because there's no need why why ship it so that you can ship it exactly exactly for sure uh facebook uh twitter instagram yeah nobody's looking anyway you know you know where to find us uh youtube nobody watches a couple a couple you do we get like nine or ten a week so it's not too bad um if you want to email us top five for fighting at gmail.com Uh, Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. We appreciate every one of you. And um, we will see you all next week. Pre-Super Bowl week. Pre-Super Bowl show. Yeah. That'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. As long as the Bengals win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't be a dick. There it is. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard.
That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick, in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.